It's time to level up your business with the podcast that teaches you the top strategies, tactics, and growth hacks that every entrepreneur needs to know. Please welcome your host, whose small business blog gets more than 1 million visitors every single month, Brandon Gailey. Welcome aboard to episode 16 of the Zero to Seven Figures podcast as we continue on with this week's theme of sitting and achieving goals. In the next three episodes, I will be sharing with you the goal-setting activities of Olympic athletes and what they can teach the rest of us. This wisdom comes from Stuart Scott via his blog, developgoodhabits.com. Olympians can teach us quite a bit about goal-setting activities. Olympians are masters of reaching large, audacious goals, and every single Olympian uses the process of goal-setting to help them achieve their dreams. The goal-setting activities of Olympic athletes focus on the process. They worry less about how far they have to go than building the skills that'll help them get there. With a massive goal, such as being an Olympian, there is a need to trust the process. Just like Ray Kinsella in Fill the Dreams. If you build it, they will come. Let's see what Olympians can teach the rest of us about successful goal-setting activities. Number one, they set big goals. Olympians know the power of setting audacious goals. They've already made a greater achievement than most people by simply making the Olympic team. The enormous goal of making the Olympics is often the culmination of natural talent mixed with decades of hard work and discipline. Usain Bolt understands this, and set his lofty goal a single notch higher, to run faster than anyone ever. Going into what he says will be his final Olympians, he discussed his lofty goals. It is more important to set goals in life. I set mine to the highest standard that I can achieve. We can all learn a lot from this attitude. Shoot for the moon with your long-term goals. Most overestimate what they can complete with hard work and dedication in the short term, but they also underestimate what is really possible in the long term. Number two, start small. Small wins lead to big goals. In an interview with The Muse, swimmer Jessica Hardy opened up about how she deals with her goals. She says, My short-term goals are attainable on a daily or monthly basis. I like to make my short-term goals something that make me feel better and sets me up to better prepare for the long-term goals. What Jessica is talking about is the power of small wins. While your long-term goals should be audacious and challenging, your short-term goals should be so simple you cannot fail. These small wins make you feel better about the process of achieving your goals. They become a series of minor milestones on the way to achieving your dreams. Number three, no one does it alone. It takes a small army of people to help an Olympian reach their goals. Their family taking them to the practices for long hours for many, many years of their lives. Coaches to keep them training and offer constructive criticism teammates, doctors, physical therapists, sports psychologists, friends, fans, the list goes on and on. Don't think that you are somehow better than Olympian athletes 
in your goal-setting activities? Of course not. Don't try to be. Let others know your goals and enlist them to help you when you can. For instance, if your goal is financial freedom, you're going to need your family on board to decrease spending and pay down credit cards. Even if your goal is something more personal like weight loss, you can use friends, family, and even social media to help you keep on target with your goals. It's all about accountability and the support of others helps you stay accountable. Number four, understand the power of positive thinking. Kelly Wells, a USA indoor and outdoor hurdles champ, understands the value of positive thinking. She says, if you think you can't, you won't. And if you think you can, you will. When I'm tired at practice, I tell myself that I'm not tired and I can push through. If you tell yourself you're tired or if you tell yourself you're sick, your body is going to follow the mind. Dr. Norman Vincent Peale first wrote his book, The Power of Positive Thinking, 65 years ago. It is as true today as it was then. Our minds outpowerful many things. They can either help us push through adversity or give us the excuses we need to quit when the going gets tough. Now, there are limits to this. I'm still firmly in the the do-the-work camp of goal-sitting. I think the advice in Rhonda Byrne's book, The Secret, is close to being dangerously misleading. Because The Secret, many people take positive thinking to mean that you only need to get your mind right and wish with all your might and the universe will provide for you. This treats us like kids, like Peter Pan saying, dreams do come true if only we wish hard enough. Any Olympian will tell you the reality. Dreams do come true if you create goals. Bust your butt making progress on these goals and keep a positive attitude. Number five, keep your goals fun. Katie Ledecky doesn't beat her opponents. She demolishes them. In a sport where first and second place is separated by mere inches, she has become a winning expert by body lengths. At this point, she is rarely racing against your opponents. She is racing against her own personal goals. Katie has stated numerous times that she is fond of setting goals and works hard to achieve them. In an interview with NBC Olympics, she shares one of her goal-setting secrets, keeping it fun. Katie likes to focus on the process of her goals. She has a passion for swimming, so reaching incremental goal milestones is fun to her. When you keep joy in the goals you're trying to accomplish, they're never going to seem like work. This fun spirit and attitude is something that everyone can learn. Enjoy the process. The end result is awesome, but when you focus on the joy of the process of achieving your goals, it will never seem like work. Number six, set measurable goals. For a goal to be achievable, it must be quantified or measured in some way. If a goal is not measured, you need to break it down further until it can be measured. This is the basics of goal setting. Olympians never talk about wanting to run, jump, or swim faster. They have specific times in mind. They want to beat the Olympic record. They want to beat the world record. 
they can recite to you exactly what the fastest time they have ever achieved and exactly how much more they need to reach their goal. A goal without specific metrics is a dream because there's no way to chart your progress and measure how close you are to accomplishing it. Be specific in your goals. Tie them to a time when you want to complete them by and specific numbers that you want to achieve. Number seven, nothing is impossible. As the Rio 2016 Olympics opened, one of the big questions on people's mind was about Michael Phelps. Already the most medal-winning Olympian in history, Phelps had to battle both some personal issues outside the pool and his increasing age. Phelps went on to dominate the 2016 Olympics. In a quote from Phelps himself, we get a great view of how we should feel when others call our goals impossible. He said, nothing is impossible. With so many people saying it couldn't be done, all it takes is an imagination. And that'll do it for this episode. In the next episode, we will continue on with the second part of the goal-setting activities of Olympic athletes. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Zero to Seven Figures podcast. Please take a second to press the subscribe button right now to show your support and make sure you never miss an episode.